Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women and the creator of the Transformations with Jane Mastermind. Yay, I finally found a new name for the Mastermind, um, which I love doing. <laughs> and it's it's such a simple name, right? How did I not come up with that sooner? But um, I think the problem was I was I was worrying about the, the location of, you know, the people who are going to be in it. But actually, the point of it is just that during the time that you're with me, with me in the mastermind that you transform. So um, that is how I decided to just, yeah, keep the names simple and <laughs> just use the same name across everything I do. So here we are, um, in case you were worried about that. So this week on the podcast, I have an interview with the lovely Jackie Miyabayashi. Now, if you uh, have been listening to this podcast since it first uh, came out nearly two years, uh, it's over two years ago now, um, you may remember Jackie as one of my very first guests that I had on the podcast. And she was um, someone who I trusted enough to be my first guest that I interviewed and um, I can remember being so nervous about being an interviewer and because until then I'd only done episodes that were just me talking um, into nothing, <laughs> talking to myself basically and recording those episodes. But it took quite a leap for me to be able to go from uh, just, you know, talking and about things I wanted to say to actually interviewing people and holding space for people so that they can um, share their stories and uh, or struggles with you all. So yeah, I guess I also kind of transformed into a an interviewer through doing this podcast for the last two years. And in order to do that, I had to overcome a limiting belief that I held for a long time, which was that I don't have any good questions to ask. And I had this, this thing that, you know, how can I be an interviewer and how can I interview people on my show if I never ask any good questions? So often I'd be the kid in class who never had any questions. I'd be like, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, um, rather than the kid who was always like, why are we doing this? And when does this have to be done? Or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm, not, the question, I'm not a questioner. Uh, to quote Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies. If you um, like Gretchen, you'll know what I'm talking about. So yeah, overcoming that. And it's been really good training actually to do this, to um, interview people, to practice not only asking questions, but also listening. That would have to be one of the biggest skills I think I've learned um, through podcasting is how to actually listen actively without you know, thinking about what my next question is going to be, because that doesn't matter. What matters is what the person is saying right now and whether I have anything to add to that, probably not. But, you know, what, you know, where are we in this conversation and being completely present by active listening? Yeah, it's a great thing that I've been able to practice doing um, during this podcasting um, gag. So, <coughs> excuse me. So um, there are quite 
uh, a lot of interruptions happening in this episode. Uh, that was another one just then. Um, my daughter has re- been very sick with a cold and she just came in to ask me for where the nose spray is. And also in this episode, um, my other child makes a little appearance towards the end. So you have to listen out for that at the end of the um, episode. <laughs> so, you know, since we've moved to Sweden, we've had a few challenges with the podcast. I haven't found a great place to record yet. But also there's um, some major construction happening in my apartment building for the next three months. And um, it's quite noisy here during the day. So I haven't really been able to record episodes in the daytime much. And yeah, so now I'm recording this at night when my kids can come in and interrupt me or my husband might come home from the gym at any moment. Um, it, it can all happen here on, on the Transformations with Jane podcast. So you'll have to excuse the interruptions. But to get this episode out, I'm like I said, I don't normally edit unless it's something really drastic. So I'm just going to leave the the interruptions in. So you have to bear with me, but I think they're, um, you know, can be quite cute. Anyway, so I hope you enjoy this uh, episode with Jackie. And yeah, here we let me play that for you now. Here we go. Hi, Jackie. Welcome back to the Transformations with James podcast. It's great to have you on here again. Hi, Jane. Yeah, thank you very much. Happy New Year. It's um, my pleasure to be back. I'm excited to to chat and catch up. Yeah, so um, I'm very um, lucky to have Jackie as my guest again. And the reason why we keep talking about again is because she was one of the first, you know, you were the first yeah, interviewee on this uh, podcast ever. And we just checked it before. It was the... Uh, hmm? 28th of March in 2018. Yeah, that the episode came out. So it's been <laughs> almost two years since you were on the podcast. And so, yeah, we've never done an episode where someone's come back again yet. <laughs> so, oh, like ground, groundbreaking again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally groundbreaking again. So, um, yeah, for those people who don't know who you are, um, <clears throat> Yeah, please just introduce yourself and uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, cool. Um, so I'm Jackie Miyabayashi. Um, I'm an old friend of Jane's. I think we've known each other for a few years now. And uh, we are both from New Zealand, although I'm from the North Island. Um, I live in Japan in Osaka or just out of Osaka. And I've lived here for embarrassing to say but I've lived here for over 20 years yeah <laughs> and uh actually it's getting close to the point where I've been here uh for half my life you oh know you're I mean? getting to the half life in Japan milestone yeah, yeah. that will be coming up in April when I have my Japan anniversary mm-hmm. yeah so um uh I've got two kids, two teenagers, and um, I don't know if you want me to talk about my work, but... Yes, let's hear what you are, a very busy lady. Yeah, so (laughs) probably how I first came to meet you was um, because of my work as a business and marketing strategist. I help um, entrepreneurs and business owners here in Japan 
to promote their bus businesses and feel less overwhelmed with everything that they have to do. Um, although you weren't start, you hadn't started a business. No, I was just you. like scratching around. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I think I was one of the people who saw the potential in you and encouraged you along the way. So. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I do. And I have a few other side projects and bits and pieces that I do. And I'm sure that will come up in the, in the podcast. Yeah. yeah so, um, Jackie's making it sound very small and insignificant <laughs> what she does, but <laughs> um, yeah, you, you mean you've helped loads of people get their businesses started and you are a serial entrepreneur yourself, right? I am. Um, and I mean that in a good way, not like in yeah, a scary no, no, way. No, I, no I'm, I take it as a compliment. I, um, I actually studied business and marketing at university back in the day. Um, really before the internet came along. And uh, it was after I had my older child that I started getting into online businesses. I always wanted a business and I was always looking around for different things to do. So um, probably back in, gosh, I don't know, 2002 or something, I started blogging. And that's really how I got into the whole uh, online business. Uh, thing and I've done lots of different things over the years. I love trying new things, I like new projects, and I like just digging into things. Mm. Um, it's interesting yeah. that that blogging seems to be the entry point for so many of our I'm not going to say generation, but people around sort of our age group ish that have come into online business seems to be that blogging is an entry point or was an entry point, drug. right? Yeah. And then you sort of <laughs> um, get hooked into this online world of yeah. friends and, oh, we can, oh, I could turn this into some kind of business. And yeah, a lot well, of I people will trace that, it back to having a blog. Yeah. yeah. But I still believe even though the blogging has changed, the way we interact with blogs has changed a lot over the years. I still believe that blogging is a fantastic way to start a business. I really do because um, it allows you to kind of just put feelers out and work out what you enjoy doing yourself in a kind of a low key way. You know, nobody's reading it except your mom at first. Yeah. Yeah. And um, kind of like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> is listening except my mum <laughs> and Jackie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all, yeah, we all start there. We all start with, you know, only ourselves, and then one listener or one reader or whatever. Um, and it's a good sort of a platform podcasting or, or blogging, you know, podcasting is really just like blogging. It allows you to develop your voice. And what, when you don't have a lot of readers or listeners, you can, you know, experiment and make mistakes and delete stuff and nobody's going to care or notice or whatever so I think it's a good way to start I still give people that same advice yeah um I don't read many blogs these days but there are so many other ways that we can you know get to know people in their businesses like yeah podcasting blogging Instagram can yeah, be many blogs I mean. isn't it right like um, it is it's yeah micro blogging or whatever micro blogging and, yeah um, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, we still read a lot of stuff online. You might arrive on a website and read an article, but 
it's you might not even realize that what you're reading is in fact in the blog mm-hmm. of the company and stuff. Sure. So, yeah. Um, the way we, we I did used to have a um a blogging circle and we would follow each other's blogs and you used to be able to jump from blog to blog through Blogger and I had a whole you know whole contingent of blogs that I read faithfully every day. I don't do that anymore mainly because I'm too busy but um. Yeah, I still feel like it's a good way to just um, get your ideas out there and, uh, you know, just start. Yeah, and that's the most important step sometimes, isn't it? Because, yep. you know, the first step is the step. <laughs> Everything else is, will work itself out eventually, right? As you take yeah. another step and another step. Yeah, yeah. And the other good thing is blogging is free, generally. Um so a lot of people feel hesitant about starting a business because they think they need a big website and it's going to cost thousands of dollars to get set up, but um, it doesn't need to be that way. No, not at all. No, I don't yeah. think I've yeah. spent so any, I, any I made on this my... podcast yet either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, um, it doesn't have to be down and dirty. It can still be a really high quality production, even if it is a free yeah, exactly. System mm. or a free blogging system or whatever. So, um, given that we had you on the show two years ago, yep. What's what's happened in the last two years that, um, or things that you've started doing differently, or mini transformations or large transformations <laughs> you've had in the last two yeah, years? God, well, know? I can't, I can't hardly even remember what we talked about um, on that podcast, or even really necessarily what I was doing um but i think uh probably at the time a lot of people knew me through one of my other businesses which was where i had had the handmade bag business mia b and i probably was still doing that at the time i'm not sure um and i had started moving into much more consulting and helping people with their marketing i think so yes Mm. (laughs) it sounds yep about right yep (laughs) yeah and i think i think 2018 was a really big year for me um you know i know you talk about stepping out of your comfort zone quite a lot um on your podcast and you know you did it to start this podcast and everyone has to do it to a certain extent and i think for me um that year was um i had to step out of my comfort zone to meet more people and uh i made a real effort that year to meet people face to face so traveled a lot that year Mm, mm. (laughs) um and that was good because i got my name out there a lot more and i got some really great opportunities and um you know solidified some friendships and things i probably met you a couple of times that year actually yeah uh in tokyo and that that's right um and i remember we talked about i don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast but we talked and we've talked about this in person is the fact that you when you live in japan you live in a small town not in a big city that's right yeah and uh i do live in osaka prefecture but um, I'm not actually in Osaka City and I'm certainly not anywhere near Tokyo so um, 
I think that was one of the big things, um, kind of getting over that feeling of missing out or not being there with your finger on the pulse, that kind of thing. Mm. And um, I've definitely, um, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely gotten over that feeling. I don't feel like I need to be right there with the actions happening anymore. So that's um, probably mm. a personal growth for me. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I also, you know, lived far away from Tokyo and felt like I was missing out on the action until I realized that actually I didn't want to be part of the action unless I was there and like yeah. I would make it an event that I was coming to Tokyo <laughs> and have all these things happen um, yeah. and then I'd go home again and that was really fun to just um yeah to make a bit of an event about <laughs> well, to, 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 to be the event really yeah yeah the create to create the <laughs> And uh, it's interesting because I'm pretty extroverted, and especially in comparison to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you you say that you're quite introverted and you definitely need your downtime and, and all that sort of stuff. And I do too, but um, I, um, it's interesting to see that you like to be the event and create the event and do all the things the same as as I do yeah and then go home and (laughs) stay in my bed for two days but yeah Um, (laughs) no I don't I don't need to do that I'm like all pumped and excited and that's usually when all these new crazy ideas come up right (laughs) so um yes moving I can't remember what 2018 was like but I was really busy doing a lot of consulting um I was running workshops and seminars I worked with some fantastic people who um have gone on to expand their businesses and are doing really well, which is thrilling to see. And then in uh, 2019, it was more of the same, but in the middle of the year, I was invited to go up to Tokyo to an event. And um, being an extrovert, I do like to go to events and I had a great time. It's just a one day thing. But unlike you, I don't need to come back and curl up and relax and (laughs) be quiet for a few days I'm all excited and I'm pumped about a new idea and that is exactly what happened um after I went to Tokyo in August last year um I came back and just in conversation with my family for some reason they were really excited about my trip usually they they're like, oh, you're back. <laughs> or have you been somewhere? <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> to eat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, have you, weren't you here this morning? They're like, have you been somewhere? Yeah. Um, you know, they're teenagers. But, yeah, for some reason, whatever, I don't know why, but the whole family were excited about me having gone to this event. It was an opening for a new product that's launched in Japan. And they all said, why don't we do something like that? And I'm like, we can do something like that. And so uh, a new, another new business was born um, in the middle of last year. And that's what I've mainly been working on these past few months. Isn't that ex- ex- like so interesting that just you going to an event for something else and you yeah. came away thinking, oh, I could do that too. Yeah, well, I and, always yeah. think that. Mm. <laughs> but it was because um, the family were into it Mm. that it really took off. And I do remember talking on the last interview uh, about my husband and how he's very, very supportive of everything I do. 
um, in all its iterations. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess deep down I had been looking for something that we could do together. He has his own business and I don't really help him with that at all. Up and uh, yeah, up until now. Uh, but when he got excited about this thing that I'd been to and I said, yeah, we could do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I just, it suddenly just made me realize how much I really wanted to do something together. Right. Mm. Yeah. That was the missing piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but and uh, yeah. So I have to say, it. like, um, okay, so let's just tell everyone what this magical mystery business is, because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about, and you know what you're talking about, but yeah, maybe nobody no else does. Secret. In fact, I do. I <laughs> probably do need people to know about it. So um, Jane and I were both from New Zealand, and I don't know about you, Jane, but I am absolutely passionate about wool. There are so many sheep yeah. in New Zealand, and everyone seems to know that fact. So um, with that in mind, um, we, when we were thinking what kind of business could we start, we decided that we would import New Zealand wool accessories, I guess you would say, hats and scarves and gloves and that kind of thing. And we've just got socks, so we're all excited about that. Yeah, and so, they're not just um, any socks. These are the cutest socks that you the cutest <laughs> wool socks you'll ever see. Um, yeah. So shoot over to Jackie's Instagram and check out the 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 name of this um shop is was it north south it's north south stewart Stuart, yeah. and a lot of people are like who's stewart and i was <laughs> like well it's not really a person but um that name came to me really instantly i don't know why but the two main islands of new zealand everybody knows north island and south island the north and south island and then there's one other fairly large but you know, not huge island, which is called Stewart Island, right down the bottom of the South Island. So I just thought I'll just name it. Yeah, so that's how it came about. North South yeah, Stewart. So you can go to <clears throat> dot or .jp. I think either of those will work. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or shoot over to Instagram and at North South Stewart, and you'll just see all of these. Yeah, these really gorgeous socks and hats and gloves and you know if you've always thought of wool as a bit dowdy and like something that you know oh you know nana's wear or whatever um think again like these are really nice and they're super super comfortable and soft yeah. wear aren't they well yeah. i am a i am a little bit of a nana and that i really <laughs> really despise being cold right um and so whenever i go back to new zealand i always buy wool stuff i'm a big fan of um icebreaker which is the outdoor company probably one of the original merino mm. um uh, clothing trailblazers yeah 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 and so i've always worn wool myself i dress my kids in it and with wool carpets and all that sort of stuff here wool duvets we're <laughs> really into wool mm-hmm. um but it's, it's all born of you know living in a cold house with well, my house is insulated, but you know how it's not quite the same as uh, back home or other countries. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just really don't like being cold. So, um, well, just really makes sense for for me to because I love it so much myself, and I'm really excited about being in this new business. It's really cool. 
Yeah, and I think you're in a good country because Japanese people are always freezing cold. Like even when it's roasting hot outside, they're always cold. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to be, um, I think, yeah. for, for, for that. Yeah. Whereas I'm yeah. noticing here in Sweden, like I'm, I'm not cold here inside like and all of the warm things that we bought with us from japan that you know like wool sweaters and thick pajamas and all these sort of things are just useless here because our apartment is just so warm all day long yeah heating and stuff yeah it's just so warm and of course you need to dress up warmly to go outside um more warmly than you would if you were in japan perhaps but you can be wearing a t-shirt underneath because when you get to where you're going you're going to be hot again so um yeah but um yeah definitely for going outside you need good warm woolly hats and gloves and scarves and my i do own one pair of merino mink um gloves and they are just yeah every day i just wear them and i love them because they they feel so much warmer (laughs) than everything else so yeah that's my sales pitch for merino (laughs) Merino. (laughs) but yeah, yeah so um you've started this this new online business and and what i was going to say before we um what i was saying about uh, you mentioned your husband um, wanting to do it with you is that he's been like a, such a good sport about it like he appears in some of your photos that you, you've, you've used and that he's <laughs> and make him wear the he, he wears it well like I'm always like wow that looks <laughs> so cool on him and and yeah. that's so um well he's always worn it because you know I go home not every year but every time I go home to New Zealand I buy him something because <laughs> it's such a great easy gift to buy and he likes it so um he loves souvenir t-shirts all of his t-shirts have got new zealand on them. <laughs> mine too my my husband only wears new zealand t-shirts <laughs> yeah, so it's really fine unless we go to new zealand i'm like please not wear that here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah he he's been helping out a little bit with the, i don't want to call it modeling but yeah um, the modeling um and because it's only a new business and we're still finding our feet we haven't invested in in hiring proper models or professional ph- photographers and all that that will come <laughs> but um we wanted to just ease into it this first year and so him and i are the main uh, models it's awesome um, though i love it and i love seeing you guys like being the models like yeah, why not own thanks. it yeah exactly and, and i think you know building on um what we've said that i've done in the past and what i still do do i still do consulting and help other people with their businesses this is just a side project um for me but um because I've, i'm known for that and i do have you know a lot of people know me probably because i've been on your podcast really actually i'm really famous (laughs) (laughs) um you know i um that makes sense in these early days of the new business to capitalize on our the fact that people know me yeah you already have a have an audience yeah she's doing Mm. that yeah so because otherwise um you know, I'd be starting with no audience and I'd have to be right off the bat paying for advertising or trying to get the word out. And, you know, we've got all of the stock. We have to try to sell some of it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it really made sense to just look at the audience that I already have um, from everything else that I've been doing over this last decade or whatever more. 
Hmm. And you yeah. know what, like, um, since you're already using the audience that you have and uh, as a member of that audience, I love seeing that you guys are the ones modeling rather than professional models. You know, like if it was like completely professional models, I might've been like just even disinterested, but I'm like, Oh, look, there's, there's Jackie wearing the hat. Yeah. Now I can imagine yeah. what it really looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. or, yeah. and there's, um, Jackie's husband wearing a hat and he looks really cool. Maybe my husband could totally own that hat as well. Oh, like, he totally it, could. Yeah, like, actually. Um, it actually <laughs> makes it more real, you know, like, and, and yeah, just like, Oh, I want one of those. Jackie's got one, <laughs> I want one you know? Like, yeah. And yeah. Um, I mean, I, I want to claim the idea myself, but I was watching, oh, I was listening to something, not a podcast, but some other thing that, you know, an online business thing. And um, there was a woman in Texas who um, has an online shop and she was thinking about hiring one of the so-called influencers. Mm. And if you know about influencer yeah. marketing, yeah. it's, you know, the Kardashians and all that on, on uh, social media selling stuff. And this woman, she thought, you know what? I'm an influencer myself everybody knows me or people know me and I'm really involved in this. Um, I think she was selling cheerleading uniforms or something like that. Um, anyway, she just decided that she would be her own influencer and that people would love her company and more for yeah. it. And so, and I thought, you know what, I'm just like her. Um, why can't I give it a go? So, yeah. But um, going back to the comfort zone thing, mm. <laughs> it's not entirely easy. I mean, I'm sure. like, oh, yeah. my God, I look terrible in that photo. Look at my hair. Look at my double chin. <laughs> oh, what? Is that a pimple? Yeah, picking there, your own no. photos apart. We've all done yeah. that. Yeah, and mm. um, so, and then I also think, oh, everyone's going to be so sick of seeing me again on Instagram or it's mainly Instagram because I love Instagram but um everyone's just going to get sick of seeing me all the time but you know what you're going to get over it like I said we've got stock um it's not like my other businesses where I'm selling services where there's no overheads you know we have mm. stuff mm. um you've just got to get over yourself really quickly and and do what you can to try and um build an audience and get customers and loyal fans and that you know mm. so, and yeah. yeah and notice that that was all just a load of made up stuff that you just said right like it's not true <laughs> none of it's true right nobody well <laughs> like all of I it was no <laughs> yeah it's not true like and like nobody thought that ever probably like that you look terrible in the photo or you know your hair was sticking out or what was the other one oh that you've um yes it's, it's you again chin. yeah it's me again it's oh, the double again. Chin. and it's you again oh here's jackie again no nobody <laughs> thought that at all yeah so well, you didn't so that's no. <laughs> one person thanks no. um but no yeah you're right um we all we probably all do this as just we do it right we totally make and... up all this stuff and and that's not not most of it's not true so yeah, yeah. it's good to know and that you didn't let that stop you though you just went and went on with it and and then here you are, yeah. So that's awesome. And yeah, here's uh, what's and happening next, yeah, whatever that might yeah, be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, you talk about um, 
just doing things imperfectly. I think you said in the email, yeah. if one of the kids walks <laughs> in or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Imperfect um, thing, as long as we're getting the stuff out there or the podcast is being yes. recorded and it's being sent out, you know, um, just keeping it real, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we, that, that's, that's my main aim with this podcast. And if you've been listening for long enough, you may have heard people sneezing or doorbells ringing. You may have heard phones going, dogs barking. We've had all the things happen on this podcast. And I just leave them in there because that's life. <laughs> and it yeah, just means that the podcast like gets that. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like that fly in the wall kind of feeling sometimes too. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a, a nice benefit of, of all of that. Um, but yeah, taking out that step of editing, which is yes. for me, it's not something I really would like to do or pay someone to do. Or like my husband does it if I really have something that needs desperately needs editing, like yeah. it's really serious. But other than that, no, no, we're not doing that. It's just the expectation that we will just record and see what happens and it's going to be fine and it always is generally yeah it always is i mean people love your podcast and um i know a lot of people have been inspired to try new things because they've heard the stories and that on on here and definitely yeah and, and i mean if you decided to keep that all to yourself because it wasn't you know someone sneezed yeah exactly you're doing and everybody in a disservice that is right and that's you're not serving anyone if the podcast not getting out because you can't be bothered to edit because it's too hard or whatever yeah so yeah who are you not serving by being like focusing on being perfect and the fact is nobody wants perfect everyone wants you know just good good is great yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah we've embraced that philosophy and mm -hmm. um as i said we well we do want to hire professional models well maybe not who we'll see but um we definitely want professional photographers because i think selfies <laughs> can only go so far for mm -hmm. for us but um we'll see it may carry on being that way i don't know yeah well it's exciting times yeah like experimenting with things seeing how it works yeah and, and um it's kind of an interesting thing uh for me sort of feel like i've come full circle again i, I felt like i had come full circle when i got into consulting um because uh, you know I had studied business and marketing and the theory of it and all that, so I felt like I'd come back to that when um, when I branched out into that side of things. Mm. And then um, now I feel like I've come full circle and come back to being a retailer and selling products, which is so much fun. Yeah, um, what what is it fun about the being a retailer that you love? I just love selling stuff really i um I really enjoy having tangible things first of all that you can pick up and like we said about the merino socks they're extremely soft you're like wow these are so light and all that so I really like having a thing I can pick up and show people um and see people wearing so it's kind of like instant gratification, really. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will buy something from you and put it on straight away and you're like, oh, that's so cool. That really suits you, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. um, that, but I think basically I am a, a kind of a storyteller, I suppose. Uh, I enjoy writing a lot. And um, 
So yeah, I just really love having the products to be able to pick up and look at and then think about how I would explain this to someone. It's challenging to try and convey all of the things that I can see and feel um, to try and convey that online mm. by words or by photos. So I enjoy that challenge of um, being an online retailer. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else. I enjoy and the giving people advice about what I think would suit them, that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's yeah. You really have a, 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 like, yeah, Jackie really has a, a great taste, like just for choosing colors and, and things like that, that I'd just be like overwhelmed. But I know like I can just see from the, your collection, even though it's not huge, it's yep. really well thought out and, you know, yeah, it's just all lovely stuff. So oh, I appreciate it's just a that. super Thank shortcut, you. you know, a super shortcut. If you are like me and easily are overwhelmed by choice and just like, ah, then just go to Jackie's site and you'll be just like, oh, okay, I need a hat. All right. Here's, <laughs> here's some really beautiful ones. Okay. It's easy to choose. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, that's really, really great feedback. Thank you. Um, but I do have to say it was pretty overwhelming to choose. Mm, um, must have been. It was. Yeah, because I had not only, I had catalogues from several companies. And um, in the end, I narrowed it down to just one company that I'm working with mainly currently. And the reason why I chose them is because they were just so friendly and cooperative and awesome to deal with in their emails. Um, so I felt like we had that connection. So that was a good thing. Um, maybe a good little bit of advice, you know, even yeah. when you're dealing with people over email, you can still um, form a bond or make a connection and that'll go a long way to helping you in the future. Um, so then with the, just narrowing it down to one company, um, I had a budget, but um, I was terrified to spend it all. <laughs> right. Um, I was very, very cautious. And when I did finally, finally put the order in, it took me so long, weeks really, to decide on everything. Um, and then I told my husband what the total was. He's like, is that all? Is, is that just like <laughs> the first part? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's all. That's, you know, a hundred pieces. He's like, a hundred? Aren't we going to need more than that? So in his business, he's used to his products come in from overseas in 40-foot containers. Like, <laughs> and like it, thousands of pieces, kind of. Thousands of pieces. Yeah, and our, 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 our first order came in a, in a little box from DHL. So, um, yeah, I'm learning to get over the sort of like the fear of spending the money. And that's a risk, you know. Sure. Yeah, that's so funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're you're growing your comfort zone with the whole being a buyer, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For this for this business, as opposed to just a shopper, you know, for yeah. your family. And it's yeah, it's quite new yeah. for me. Um, in my previous business, when I was making the bags and that, um, I was pretty confident, but it grew over time. You know, um, I would make one thing and people would love it and gradually over time I just realized that people just really loved all of the designs that I chose and the things that I'd made so 
yeah, it comes. But with this, it's still new. So I'll be like, oh my gosh, do people really like pink? Or right. is green yeah. really a color that people love? And mm -hmm. it can't just be about my own personal taste, although it's, you know, influenced by that. So yeah, there's a lot of growing, a <laughs> lot of challenging, um, sort of moving out of the comfort zone constantly. Yeah, I love that. And even though you've done an online store before, this is this is also new, you know, like, yeah, now you're buying products in larger amounts and spending more money on things and having overheads and all this stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, new yeah. level, new devil, as they say. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm probably the kind of person who does really thrive on challenges. Uh, I like to have challenges all the time. Uh, so right now it's in this, so yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, so exciting to see what <clears throat> happens with North South Stewart. Yeah, I was going to say North yeah, East. Don't so it's not like it's North Stewart. South Stewart. <laughs> I thought I was going to say North South West. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I was going to say something like that popped into my head. And, yeah, um, and uh, every day Takeshi, my husband, says, um, you know, with T S R N, oh God, what's it called? <laughs> N S S. He likes to call it N S S. He can't ever, he's like C S I S B I. So, um, you know, it doesn't really matter if you don't know. Well, he should know the name of our own company, but um, as long as he knows what we're selling, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you actually told me an, an, a fun story about the company you're working with, about how they're one of the old, is it one of the oldest? Yeah, um, um, and it? I love this. I love this. So in the late 1800s, um, there was a family who immigrated, I think it was from Germany or, and you know, Europe mm. and uh, immigrated to New Zealand as a, you know, land of opportunities and stuff. It was pretty rough back then in New Zealand. Yes, definitely. And uh, after a year or two of working, um, I think he had been working on a farm or something like that. He decided to import from his home country, a knitting machine. And, uh, and that was the start of the factory, but actually his wife was the one who did it, not him, mm -hmm. in recollection. So yes, the company is called um, Manawatu Knitting Mill, and it's celebrated its 135-year anniversary, I think it was last year or the year before. So, wow, that's, um, that's a long history in, in New Zealand history. terms, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really, you know, there wouldn't have been anything around. No, um, there would have been just like knitting things like in the bush, like, <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in Palmerston North, so still not a huge city. No, right? no. Mm. Um, and if you go onto their, you know, look on the website or different museum archives and things, you'll see that um, they provided jumpers and jerseys throughout the war or um both wars maybe both wars probably they made, yeah um <clears throat> they made the all blacks uniforms wow the jerseys um they provided swimming costumes made out of wool <laughs> for, the for swimming in the freezing cold <laughs> new zealand water yeah could yeah. be a good idea actually um, yeah so they've got a long history and Throughout the war times, I was reading that um, they, I think they reduced their hours and they sort of did job sharing so that everybody could keep their jobs during, mm. you know, 
like depression times and um, all the men had gone and that. <clears throat> but um, they met, it, it, during any hard economic times, they've um, tightened their belts and been able to keep people employed. So I really, really like working with this company because I just really appreciate that history. That's, yeah, that's really cool. Like, like, if you're not a New Zealander, it might just seem a little bit like, oh, what, 135 years? That's nothing. But um, <laughs> to us, that's an extremely long time. And yeah. um, there are just not many manufacturing businesses in New Zealand at all, let alone ones that have like lasted as long and have treated their workers as well and yeah, yeah, yeah. done so much. That's yeah. a really lovely so story. Think, yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, I'm constantly looking to see what other things we can get that are made in New Zealand. It's, Mm. it's kind of my passion but um yeah less and less it's hard mm. to find things uh, much the same as japan you know everything goes offshore eventually yes yes yeah, yeah so we're doing our bit to support them which is cool yeah i love that that's that sounds like a great company to be working with and a great place to start your journey as a as a, a store selling things you haven't made yourself yeah which is yeah the difference yeah. this time isn't it mm. yeah they're, and they're really cool they're just so nice and they like our posts on instagram and, oh really you know, oh that's yeah, lovely they, she sees me or the the girl and and the that i deal with mainly she's like oh i love your instagram so that's just really encouraging too because they have tons of retailers sure you know, yeah all across new zealand and even in australia too but um gee takes the time to notice what we are doing up here in Japan, which I just think is so nice. Yeah, that yeah. is so cool. <clears throat> yeah, so exciting. So yeah. what does 2020 hold for you, Jackie? Well, um, so even though I'm quite busy with this new business and continuing to help my consulting clients in that, um, I have made a concerted effort to not be so busy that <laughs> sorry so busy that I'm going crazy so I think 2020 is all about just really embracing life and living life and creating that vision for the future and that kind of thing yeah so I've been noticing that you've really sort of stepped well you've stepped out of your comfort zone but also you've become more comfortable with um like taking steps into new areas in in Japan, you know, with Japanese people. Do you know what I mean? Like um, your your hobbies that you've started and things, and that's yep. that's yep. very very cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's always been my big challenge. Uh, even though I've lived here for a long time, I'm not as uh, assimilated as you might think. Um, but like I said, I like challenges, so I do find myself involved in a lot of different things. Probably have more hobbies than most people, actually, mm. thinking about it. Um, I am really excited. Um, last year, I signed up for a gardening course. I think you know about this. Um, oh, yes. I've been following the saga of the gardening <laughs> course. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. So... Um, one of my other ideas and th something I do hope to do is to open a cafe and a community space in my area where I live. Um, and I was all gung-ho to do that until I realised that I just didn't have the money to be able to afford a place, like a building or a 
whatever shop or whatever mm -hmm. but um in developing that idea i started to think more about vegetables and flowers i love flowers and so when i saw that there was a gardening course starting i decided to join it with the view of growing my own vegetables to supply my cafe ultimately um but then the cafe project had to be put on the back burner for a while but i found that i absolutely love this gardening course so um which is held in Japanese by Japanese people. Let's just, um, <laughs> yeah, let's just yes, remind no. everyone. If you're not in Japan, um, you might be just like, oh, she went to a gardening course with her. But no, this is a, a Japanese a gardening course in Japanese with like all it's Japanese. It's quite people. challenging. It was, my yeah. Japanese was still pretty crap. Oops, no, no bad words on no. <laughs> We can do crap. This isn't one. <laughs> very great. Mm. And particularly, um, you know, there's always new terminology when yes. you do a new thing. Yeah. So um, luckily it's all hands-on with the gardening. We're actually out in the field um, weeding and thinning the plants and seedlings and all this sort of stuff. So uh, there have been times when I don't know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was there last week and I just about, he, the gardener, the main gardener, thought that I'd slice my leg open on, with the knife. He's like, be careful with that knife. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Went flying through the cabbage or whatever I was cutting up. Um, yeah, so I did, I have had to, that's a huge comfort zone thing there with doing things in Japanese. I'm, I'm usually pretty reluctant to do stuff like that. Um, and I was really hesitant about that, but I just really wanted to do it. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to try. And if it, if it turns out to be too hard, then, you know, I'll quit or whatever. But it's been brilliant. Um, you know, people are friendly and kind. Um, it always works out. Yeah, and now you've got a new skill of growing vegetables. <laughs> Not and, quite. Well, but, um, getting there. As, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, getting so the course runs, that particular course runs from September till February, but just yesterday I decided um, where well, I registered for another year. So I'm really, really um, psyched about that because I'll definitely get some proper skills, I think, with another year on on board. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. it's, I'm glad that you, um, you mentioned that, you know, that project that you have on the back burner because it's always good to give these things that we, we you know we haven't given up on but they're just it's just not the right time obviously because you didn't find the place you didn't find or you you know the money wasn't there or whatever it was it didn't work out for this yeah. project um but there yeah. will be a time for this project and in the meantime you're learning the skills you're going to need and growing your yeah and i also feel uh at the shop with the you know it's an online shop but um, ultimately, it would be great to have a cafe slash shop. Yes. Um, so I do really feel that this is the first phase of, mm. of all that. Yeah. And, um, you know, in terms of money, um, I think with, you know, with the family and all that, my own, my family here, my husband and that, to be able to prove that we can make money with this business um, 
is is going to go a long way towards there being money available to expand. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 No, it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to visit this cafe in the future because it's already got yeah. a name, hasn't it? And things. And it, it has. <laughs> so that's that was the Jack Rabbit Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm great I at name. I love that name. It's so <laughs> well, good. I can't tell you how I named it because you know my clients often uh, struggle to name their things. Yeah. They're and they lose sleep over it, really. And I understand that. But um, I've, quite a few years ago, I did used to teach English. And I had um, I had a, a bunch of women from the neighborhood who had come to my house and practiced their English. It was that kind of setup, coffee and cake. It was a bit of a cafe. And that, in actual fact, it was called Chatty Cafe. So... Um, Knowing that I have my local community, a lot of people know me um, through those English lessons. I'm also a swimmer, so I have a gym membership. Um, now I'm in the gardening course, so uh, that's also local. So I have a big local community of people who know me. So when I came to thinking about naming my cafe, I wanted to have my own name in it. So ah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That is very I cool. Just, I mm. thought they were going to say, oh, you know, let's go round to Jackie's Cafe. Mm -hmm. That's probably what most people say Jackie Sun's right. Cafe. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's not actually called Jackie's Cafe. It's Jack Rabbit Cafe. So <laughs> it's not so vain as to call it Jackie's Cafe. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but again, I was riding my bike along to the post office and all of a sudden Jack Rabbit popped into my head and I was like, yep, I love it. That's awesome. I'll have that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and run home and register the website, that, the domain. Ah, that's the most that important thing to do. Well, yeah. kind of, but it's one of my dirty little secrets of obsessively buying domain names. Yeah. No, I have yeah like experienced when domain names are not available it's not fun when it's not for sale or it's yeah. going to cost you ten thousand dollars to get it or something anyway yeah. Yeah. you want to hear a funny story about a rabbit so yeah. um yesterday yes yesterday i was going home i was dropping my kids up at school i'm standing at the bus stop in the middle of the city in gothenburg and this massive rabbit just was started bounding down the road i have nowhere an idea where it came from it was like, like a hare. It wasn't a rabbit. It was like a hare. It's really long ears. Yeah, really big one, like like a small dog size. <laughs> and I've never seen anything like it. And it had these long ears with black tips. And this rabbit was obviously like lost, like because there's quite a lot of forest in Gothenburg, even though it's a city. Yeah. There are patches yeah. of forest everywhere. So he's obviously wandered out of his forest and gotten a bit confused. And he found himself in the middle of a university. Um, and yeah, this, this hair was just like bounding down the road and I was just the terrified dog. he was going to like bound out and onto the road. So right. I, yeah. I just, I had to turn around and not look <laughs> so that, <laughs> until he was gone. And I think he went away, away from the road. Thank goodness. But yeah, that happened yesterday and I was like, wow, a rabbit. And then you now today you were just talking about, yeah. Yeah, a couple of days ago I said, oh, look, there's a rabbit, but I actually think it was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really see rabbits around not around here anyway um so i'm just looking because i'm like i have no idea what a jackrabbit looks like right but a jackrabbit is you actually a hare, right it's, yes it's got long ears and it's like native to north america or canada you see them in the 
queries and and Canada and that. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so um, someone's just interrupted our recording. What's the problem, Hugo? Mom, I can't watch Netflix. You can't watch Netflix. Has something happened to the internet? Okay, well, I'm nearly finished here. So you go and do something for five minutes and then I'll come and help you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that Hugo mentioned Netflix, though, because... Um, I think it might be quite a good thing to end on when we're talking about my hobbies. <laughs> Your hobbies are also Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me what 2020 has in store yes. for me. Yes. Um, I definitely have all, a lot of challenges and things that I like to pursue or overcome or whatever. Um, but uh, I really, really appreciate my Netflix time. Yeah, um, Go I love Netflix, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love Netflix, and I watch a lot. I'm a, quite a night owl, so I watch a lot of TV at night. But um, even though I've got you know really two businesses and all these other ideas like the the cafe and all that on the back burner, um, I still like to have a real balance in my life. Mm, yeah, and um, not go crazy really trying to really nail one thing or um have huge success with any particular thing yeah of your yeah yeah and that's awesome you have these you know healthy habits uh, not habits uh hobbies gardening harp playing isn't it swimming and (laughs) (laughs) um that's my volunteer activity there um yeah i learn music from my neighbor and um, we go around to nursing homes and rest homes and play little concerts a few times a year. So that is, feels like, you know, giving back a little bit to the community doing that. And it's also, I'm not musical at all. I'm shocking at playing the thing. Um, but I really, really enjoy having that Friday afternoon where I can't think about anything else. I absolutely have to concentrate on the music. Yeah. And it's like a an, a rest for my brain. Yeah, um, it must be. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm the kind of person who's always got a million things running in the background. Um, you know, what are the kids doing? What are we having for dinner? I've got to bring in that washing, all of those things that everybody deals with. Um, but during my music lesson, <laughs> I just can't think about anything else. I have to really concentrate. So it's that's kind of like an added benefit of that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an awesome note to end our um, episode today on is, yeah, hobbies and how they can help you to just switch off for, yep. yeah, from everything else. Yep. Yeah, you just yep. have to focus on what you're doing. And the rabbit analogy, you know, slow and steady wins the race is another good thing to, to point out that, um lots of people feel like they've got to hurry and that they're running out of time and you know oh my gosh I've just turned 40 and what is my life you know what have I accomplished in my life and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um I like to be an example to everybody that you can do things uh at any age yeah after 40 it's never too late okay after 40 (laughs) I'm getting close to 50. Um, 
you know, can still do things when you have children. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. They do get bigger and they don't need you to help them with the Netflix anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, they help um, you when the Netflix stops. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's, yeah, I think slow and steady wins the race with all of these things. There's no rush to get all these things done and it's fine just to take your time. Um, yeah, you will get there and you'll get there in style as well. And that's important. You get there in style or, you know, the vision will change and you'll adapt to the new new way. Exactly. About it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could end up living in a completely different country along exactly. the way. <laughs> like we have. And um, <laughs> somehow it all works out. It does. Yeah. Well, if, if you tell me that I'm going to end up living in New Zealand, I might be happy about that. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yep. Yep. Jackrabbit, Jackrabbit Cafe could be expanding internationally eventually. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on again, Jackie, and keeping us up to date with what you've been doing and showing us that, you know, it's anything's possible pretty much. So, yeah, just get out there and do it, guys, and don't, don't be too scared to start something, even if it's a blog or microblogging on Instagram or whatever it is. Yeah, just just do it. Yep. And if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. That's, That's the right. Probably thing. nobody will notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or and it's okay to uh, you know pivot, as you said, and yeah. then email to me. Uh, it's okay to change tack and start something new or put something on the back burner. If the time isn't right so exactly just do it as nike will say <laughs> as nike says that's right yeah but thank you so much for inviting me to come and chat it's also um, always so nice to catch up with you and it um, is and sometimes we just have to create a podcast episode to catch up but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. i do i do love catching up so yes yeah. thank you so much for your time today jackie thanks i'll look forward to uh listening back to the yeah when it comes out <laughs> yeah thanks okay well i'll catch you again soon jane thank you bye, bye. so um there are quite a, a lot of interruptions happening in this episode and uh, that was another one just then um my daughter is being very sick with a cold and she just came in to ask me for where the nose spray is. And also in this episode, um, my other child makes a little appearance towards the end. So you have to listen out for that at the end of the um, episode. <laughs> so, you know, since we've moved to Sweden, we've had a few challenges with the podcast. I haven't found a great place to record yet. But also there's um, some major construction happening in my apartment building for the next three months. And um, it's quite noisy here during the day. So I haven't really been able to record episodes in the daytime much. And yeah, so now I'm recording this at night when my kids can come in and interrupt me or my husband might come home from the gym at any moment. Um, it, it can all happen here on, on the Transformations with Jane podcast, so you'll have to excuse the interruptions. But to get this episode out, I'm like I said, I don't normally edit unless it's something really drastic. So I'm just going to leave the, the interruptions in. So you have to bear with me, but I think they um, you know, can be quite cute. 
Anyway, so I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode with Jackie. And yeah, here we let me play that for you now. Here we go. Thank you.